taking you off the edge of your map. Welcome to the Barbarian Prophet. Welcome back there, the <laughs> our nation of barbarians. So, did you want to just kick it open with a little NPR opener? Like, hello, welcome to the Barbarian Prophet. Is that where you're going, Redbeard? I mean, we could do NPR, or, you know, I could bust out the easel, like, paint some happy little trees here. <laughs> happy happy I'm, mistakes. I'm growing out the beard, so, you know, you, you get the Bob Ross feel. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, in order to have a, you've got to have a long beard. Because, you know, if you're going to be part of the prophet show, it is the longer the beard, the closer to heaven. That's what I'm, I'm figuring this out. Now, we're joined today, but I'm going to let, I'm going to let, Christopher, I'm going to, I'm going to let you fully introduce yourself and who you are. Uh, well, my name is Christopher Dodgen, and um, I have a YouTube channel called A Christian Point of View, and uh, I am a uh, child and a servant of the Lord God. Amen. Hey, you know, one of the things that I, I brought you on the show for is uh, we, and just for you guys that are aware out there or that are not aware, we have a another show that's off to the side of this one called Off the Record. And Off the Record, uh, if you pay, if you jump on Patreon, you'll see it's super cheap to get him. But we will have shows listed out that you can only get through the Patreon channel. Right, Redbeard? Yep. So basically, if you <clears throat> if you like our content and you think to yourself, you know, they're good, but if they could get just a little edgier, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> we're there, but we're trying to be polite too. So, hey, here on the other end is what. The reason I talked to Christian about coming on the show is because this season, what we're targeting is uh, people that do unique ministry. And one thing, when I met this guy, we're at a church, and I don't know, we were drawn to each other. And mm. I, I think the pastor brought you over and said, hey, this dude's weird. I mean, this guy yeah, is a yeah. lot like you. Talked to me less than five minutes. Yeah. Gotta talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you don't. <laughs> Hello, you're just like that other one. They start putting us together. What's that all about? So we get hooked up. We have this immediate connection. Yes, we did. And uh, man, I'm I'm enjoying getting to know you, and I'm hoping this friendship just develops a lot more because I can see you sitting and co-hosting with me a lot more in the future, just for entertainment. Oh sake. yeah, definitely. Now uh, you do a ministry through YouTube mm -hmm. and you, the name of your YouTube channel is a Christian perspective, a Christian, or, Christian point of view, a Christian point of view. And that's why I used to call you Christian. Yeah. yeah. By the way, is because I thought it was just a play on your name. Mm -mm. No, it's Christopher, but, uh, yeah, Christian point of view. Um, I, uh, I used to have it, my old, uh, ministry name, which was three blue flames, which, if you notice on the on the channel, I had it still has blue three blue flames. Right. Um, but uh, the Holy Spirit told me, He said, "No, nah, it's your perspective of how you're walking through this journey in life." And I'm like, "Okay, well, it's a Christian point of view," and it just stopped. So awesome. It's just my point of view <clears throat> of my journey in life. Now you got some serious following on there. I've noticed you have 
what I, eight thousand subscribers. It's fixing to be nine thousand. Right. Yeah, it's fixed to be nine. So nine thousand subscribers, but I mean, I watch some of your videos that have eighty-one thousand views. Oh yeah, and that can't just be those nine thousand people. No, no, no. It, and the, a lot of a lot of people that subscribe to um, are Christian-based people. I got a lot of atheists too that subscribe and watch my content a lot. Um, well, that's good, and they watch it because they want to trash talk you a little bit. <laughs> I do get a lot of that too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Some 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 of my videos just uh, just out of my hands. I just uh, the Holy Spirit tells me to do it, and I do it. And okay. Well, give me a description. How does the process work for you to pull together a video? Uh, you 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 pray. You have a vision. You have a, a concept. How does it work? Um, most of the time, um, it's an idea. Um, or a circumstance that I'm going through, like the video that you, uh, I had done a video about homeless people. <laughs> right. And, um, and what is that one called? Do um, you remember? James. Oh, man. Yeah, I, it's I, from the book of James. It's the it book is. of James. Yeah, that's right. Um, James 13. I have to look at it. It's it's one of my older videos. Right, right, and I know it is, and I, and I apologize, but it is, I laughed so hard when I watched that video, and then I came back and I was like, "Dude, that is so that I know that is me yeah. on more than one occasion." Yeah. And I mean, it, I laughed, and I watched it again, and I was a little convicted. I watched it again, and I was a little ashamed. I, I'm just gonna mm. be straight with you. Oh, wow. Because uh, <clears throat> I was like, well, that's funny, you know. I love, I love how he even has himself when he drives by yeah. out the window. <laughs> I just, I was laughing at all that. But you know, next time I'm like, man, how many times have I done that? Mm. You know, and and I guarantee you, when other people watch it, they 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 got to look at it. Same well, we're way. gonna redo that one. Yeah, yeah, we're oh. gonna we're gonna redo it because I did that with a green screen in my car, and I didn't have all the software that I have now, and. I'm every time I look at it, I'm like I'm gonna redo this. I gotta redo this. It's 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 one of those because I'm an artist and I'm very particular that if a painting's not done, it's it's got to be done. So it's it's one of those things I gotta redo again. But well, I'm I'm good with that. I, but don't ever miss out on the beauty that you've already created. I know, I know. That's but cool. like I said, uh, well that was inspired by um, where I was staying at at the time. There was there's a homeless epidemic going on in Grand Junction. Mm -hmm. Colorado and um, I was watching people how they treat people and I, I I've done it too you know I, I would drive and I you know down in Houston I would buy a burrito like I'm going to work you know and, and I'm like it's so hungry I end up buying two burritos and I get up to a light and there'll be a homeless person just just sitting there starving and God says well that's why I told you to get two of them or I had you get two of them not for yourself but for him I'm like no no, no. And I promise, this is a true story. I'll drive. I get on a freeway, and the Lord will not leave me alone. So I get off the freeway, spend another 45 minutes going back through traffic to give that man a burrito. You know what that's called? Christopher, you want to know what that's called? What's that? GPS. It's God's path to salvation. Because when you missed the point, it said recalculating. Yeah. <laughs> Drove you 45 minutes back yeah. to where he was yeah. sending you to begin with. Well, from from ever since then, um, my passion has been for homeless people. You know, <clears> oh, I love it. They a lot of dramatic moments of their lives. How they, you know, people say, oh, you know, 
they choose that. You know, a lot of those people really don't choose that life. No, they get trapped up in it. They I've get been working with homeless for, for quite some time. Mm. And the guys get, they lose everything in jail or, you know, all kinds of circumstances can land. You, I don't care who you are, you're one paycheck away from landing there yourself. Exactly, exactly. It's all by the grace of God. Amen. You know, so the reason, you know, different circumstances that I go through, they, they push me to do a video. And, and, that, and that's, that's a lot of my videos are from what I'm going through at that, at that moment in time. Right. Because um, it's your perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And a lot of them um, are for myself, really, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Because I look back at it and I'm like, oh, that was for me. Yeah. Well, you know, there's times that I preach sermons that I say, well, I'm just preaching to me through me. Thank you all for showing up to listen to me talk, because that was really just to talk to me about myself today. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what is your favorite film that you made? Uh, I have to say the um, Fighting a Spirit of Lust. Mm, I know that one. Okay, that one I want to get more. That's my so far. That's my favorite, and that's the one that's that I want to get into more, mm-hmm. more in depth because it's uh, it's a thing that I have struggled with in my life. Right, and it is a thing that a lot of people yes. struggle with, both male and female. Yes, and that uh, a lot of people, when it comes to that, it that is a hidden sin that a lot of people get themselves caught up mm-hmm. into. And uh, so, yeah, I think that that would speak volumes. Well, I had I had a video. Um, it was it's by far one of my favorites, and it's not on YouTube no more because it got banned. Okay, so you're gonna what, have to go to that private channel with Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it's it had uh, a very attractive woman on there, and it had XXX, you know, and then it started off with the pornography music from, from you know back in the 70s or whatever no, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well and 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 it was supposed to attract people and then it then I started saying I started saying scripture and, and how to <laughs> and what happened is people got angry no, because well, they felt it was clickbait well they there were some angry people I ain't gonna lie but <laughs> yeah. there was there was an overwhelming people Oh my gosh, God's been dealing with me about this. I, I want to say there was more of that, yeah, than there was <laughs> of the hate. So that my, was actually that was my most successful videos. But YouTube, I tried to uh, tell YouTube, hey, you know, it's it's not a sexual video. It's about helping people with pornography and stuff. Well, they find it not suitable, which which boggles my mind because there's videos on that YouTube are, that are just way beyond, but. They found it. I mean, they banned me. They gave me strikes for that. Wow! And that was one. Actually, that was my one of my successful videos. And and I, I've got more love of people saying, you know, God's been really dealing with me. I need I need to deal with this. You know, it's perfect that you brought me because I was looking for what I was wanting to look for, and you came right. in and started preaching the gospel and how to overcome lust and all this stuff. And right. And uh, that was one of my proudest videos but it's not on youtube anymore right but that doesn't mean that we you can find another avenue for all of that i've stuff. been trying um i just uh i looked at vivo or vivio or mm-hmm. um they're more they don't really allow, 
here's the problem. The different avenues, a lot of them don't allow Christian content. They're, they're, they're weeding them out. Tell oh, you the yeah. Truth. Yeah, they're attacking them hard. Yes, they are. I mean, if ever... Uh, Facebook is no more. They're they're getting rid of a lot of Christian content on oh, Facebook. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And we're we're on Facebook, and we, we do pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I'm just waiting for the day we do too well, and they'll bump us right straight off. Yeah. And... Um, they, we are seeing that more and more uh, with uh, Christian content and all things that we're becoming the outcast. And uh, well, if 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 they want you to conform into their views, well, the, yeah, their form of Christianity, their form of Christianity. That's that's the key. And uh, it, you know, it goes. Uh, that's a socialist state or or a communist state where it says you can say whatever you want. As long as you don't speak against what we believe, mm-hmm. and but the minute you say anything that's outside of there, then we'll trash talk you, or, or right. we will destroy you, or we'll take you down, or we'll make it to where you cannot get your point of view across. Right. You know, uh, you take any any good show that you've seen over time, and we were talking about some of these shows. Uh, we were talking about uh, like. Uh, the Bible and then the Bible AD mm-hmm. that was done and how they pulled that down. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the most successful shows ever made, actually, on primetime television. Right. And but Hollywood doesn't want it. Right, exactly. Because they do not want people to seek Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So now let's bounce back to your films. So what got you started in doing these films i mean you picked up a camera and said all right let's try this on this software how'd it go well uh actually i want to say it started in my junior high okay i um borrowed my mom's camcorder and filmed and then put it on the vhs and then film it on the tv to add music into the video for my vhs on the camcorder (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, or play in a playstation uh, games and put in a CD player to get music off of. Right. And started collaborating and just making my own films. Um, I've always had a passion of doing Christian films. You know, right. But not as the traditional, but real life. Like real hardcore life. Right. You know, um, I just had a passion for that. And, um, and then the opportunity come with YouTube, and I had to convince myself. I actually, I was scared. I was scared to do it. I'm like, am I doing God's will? What am I doing? Or should I just do it? You know. And then I prayed and prayed, and I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me just, just do it. Yeah, I had to convince myself to just go out there and do it because it's the hard, the hardest part is starting. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people say I'm going to fail. I'm going to. I see a lot of people don't succeed or or anything like that. Um, just do it and just let God. And that the second part, let God, is the hardest part I had to, because I, I did it all myself at the beginning, you know, all about myself. Yeah. But when I started allowing God to intervene and I, I, I actually let him control, right? that's when things started really changing. Absolutely. Yeah, where well, you started laying things out to where they... Uh, where you let Holy Spirit lead you where he needed you to be for other people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the the center letter of sin is I. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we get a little too much face and inside. Yeah. But uh, so you started making these films. So how did you get to 9,000 followers? And then, like I said, eight, I seen one video. I was like, man, there's 81,000 views on this thing. Well, it, it, uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you the truth. Um, at, at the beginning, um, I was checking it every day, checking how many people subscribed. And, oh, my gosh, why am I losing people? And, you know, I was... I was so wrapped up in the numbers right. and stuff. And then, like I said, I went through a process where I started saying, you know what, it's not about me, it's about God. And um, so when I, when, I, when I started saying it's about God, God says, don't look at the numbers. It, it could just be one person watching it. Mm-hmm. That's all. It, 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 it's, if you're doing it for me, right. I'm going to bring people to watch your videos. <laughs> Right. You know, <clears throat> that is the focus of this show. You, know, you it, just want that one person. It's, you know, and, and that's the thing. When I first started it, my mindset was about the numbers. Yeah. But then God took me to a process. It's it's not about the numbers. It's about who God brings and that God uses it as a tool to change someone's life. Right. Then that's when things started changing. And, you know, if it's just one person that's subscribed, I'm good. I'm 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 at that point where I'm just if it's just one person watching it I'm good, or nine thousand or nine nine million it doesn't matter to me right as long as it glorifies my father right and and, and for anybody that wants to start or anything like this you got to have that mindset right off the bat because if you do it by yourself you're gonna fall on your face every single time absolutely <laughs> so one of the things that I guess I would ask is what is your next film? What is the next thing that you have on the plate? Because I know you work on a couple of things. I I see where it says working away on. Yeah. Now, what is your, what is your goal film? Okay. Well, I got three of them actually. All um, right. I got. Uh, like I said, I'm not no typical cookie cutter christian what you're not a cookie cutter christian is that why the pastor brought you over to me is he's like hey look this dude's kind of a freak hey i got another one of those right over here well and then he brought you to my crew <laughs> yeah we're all a little different well i got um technically i got four of them i, I i'm writing four different scripts okay one of them, obviously, it's my testimony of going to hell. Right, and and that is one that I would highly suggest people watch. But one thing I would caution people in mm-hmm. when they watch it is make sure that you have cleared some time to take a look at this for starters. And the second thing is make sure that you have uh, that you prayed a little bit because yeah. you're going to hear some stuff that may rattle your cage just a bit. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, right. especially yeah. especially if you're you're not one of those guys. With us, we have this tendency to we see things, we hear things uh, in the spiritual. So when some of the stuff that Christopher starts describing, uh, you're gonna get pulled in. I promise you. <laughs> I could. I I made the mistake of starting it at work. I did. I was gonna play it in the background. Next thing, the office to my my door office was closed and locked, so nobody could come in because I had to make it to the end. Yeah, I um, the 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 difference 
about the testimony that I want to do about hell is right. is you know I, I I've I've read you know um, you know 20, 23 minutes of hell I've I've read the other people's versions and stuff right. The one thing I did promise God about this is I don't want to make no profit of it. Right, right. I get like if I there's get what a you're movie saying. or a book, I right. don't want no profit off of it. Right. I'm not in it for money. Right. I'm in it for for people to change. That's going to be different from all the because I know they made millions of dollars off of their books and stuff, and I'm not down in them. No, no. I understand what you're saying. You're you're saying that you're choosing a new direction for this. I am choosing a new direction for it. So, I think that film is going to be non it's going to be no profit on that one. Right. And that's that's the one I'm going to put uh, a lot of that's my that's my um Mount Everest film. So, what does it take to put one of these together? I mean, because you got time, but it's mm-hmm. got to take money. Um yeah. I mean, it it's it Right now, I'm trying to make the animated version of it, um, but what I really want to do is live, like actually go to the different places that I've went to, the house with the cleansing and and the church where the guy fell over. and Right. And um, I'm telling you, you guys have got to tune into this show. Um, I want to actually go to those physical places. Right. I want to be accurate with everything. And do how- you think that house still exists? With that shotgun house, I, yeah, yeah, it should it should. I mean, hopefully, I know where it's at. If it's not there, we can, you know, replicate, you know, yeah, wherever yeah. it goes. But uh, you know what a shotgun house is, Redbeard. Well, I did spend some time down in Louisiana. So you, I, okay, you definitely yeah, know what a shotgun house. I've is. seen a couple. Show <laughs> enough. So tell us what one is. Well, they're basically they're kind of like trailers, like the same dimension. Of like a single wide. Right. Uh, just small little houses. Uh, most of what I remember is just crawling underneath of them and just trying not to find snakes and spiders. I, <laughs> I did spray foam insulation. I, oh, it, okay. I was like, <laughs> why? Why were you crawling underneath them? Okay, yeah. so this is one of my friends, Christopher. <laughs> That's why they brought you to me, man. <laughs> So okay, so you I, I understand you want to go back to this place, you wanna you wanna find these things, you wanna set yourself up, and then what happens? Um that's I want I actually I this is the one that I really want in the big screens. Like like I wanna try to get it out there as much as I can. And uh I haven't set it up a crowdfunding yet thing. Right. Um I just I have I haven't had the time or or, or the motivation I want I, I, I don't want to say motivation I just haven't had every time I start it I always hit a snag does that make sense dude I wrote a book <laughs> and I can tell you when I was done writing it the first time it took me a complete year to recover from writing it and and the reason I say that is because it uh, having to relive all that in my mind Mm-hmm. And and put it down on paper. It took a lot out of me, I, more than I ever ever thought. And that's, I admire people that write books and do films, mm-hmm. uh, because I realize what you have to pour of yourself into it. Well, the, the, and I mean, like I said, I got three other projects that I'm working on, and they're 
come in like cake, like easy. Yeah. But this one is my. It, it's my, it's personal. Yeah. It's personal. What it you're doing is actually giving people a piece of you. Mm -hmm. Every person that sits down there, it, it, a million people sit and watch it. You gave a million people a piece of yourself, and that's a lot. Yeah. I've got um, one. Uh, it's a called nuts and bolts. Okay. Uh, it's two lesbian women. Okay. And because um, I know what the the demonic force of uh, homosexuality looks like right um, and uh, it's you're seeing the behind scenes of how the spiritual interact with humans in, the, in that kind of way right and kind of almost a C.S. Lewis kind of screw tape letters exactly thing. and this woman discovers Christianity and, and Christ changes her life right and you see the demonic force but she doesn't see it. No one else sees it except people who are watching it. Right. And uh, it's it's a beautiful story how God changed her life and how her perspective has changed. Especially now, I've had this before. The it was a thing, you know. But it's 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 different Christian movie. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to, but there are de demonic forces that interact with us. Oh, without a doubt. You know? And they they. Uh... They have a tendency to poke at you, and they have a tendency to uh, say, hey, look at this over here. Mm -hmm. Or, <clears throat> I mean, there's a reason that you talk about something enough in your phone, mm -hmm. and people go, oh, they're spying on me. Well, the, the devil <laughs> is spying on you all the time, man. The, the demonic forces are definitely come down. So that's the second movie. What's, yeah. what's the third one? The third one is, well, it's I haven't got a title on it yet. But, okay. Um, it's... Basically, it's a single dad with two kids. Okay. And the uh, the government already abandoned uh, its Bibles and anything in Scripture or anything of God is already outlawed. And um, basically, this man keeps Scripture hidden, and he reads to his kids at night every night. And and but you know they the the chip already came out and all that or the the mark of the beast and, yeah you yeah, know buy bread and and all that stuff so that. He's living a double life. Like he's teaching his kids the word of God, but he keeps it hidden. He, t he stressed to them that he's got to keep it. You know, don't say then just, you know, we can be killed for this or whatever. And then he puts a, a fake mark on him so he can function, go to work and, and buy stuff. But he, you know, it's not actually inside of him. He just, he's living in this world. Mm -hmm. He's got a... a Fake skin tags. Yeah, fake going. skin tag. You know, because yeah. he can got it like like off a of black market or right, something. Right. For anyway, but he's uh, you're you're engulfed in his world that he is still being a Christian in in this um, very anti-Christian world. Right. Pretty much. So anyway, he ends up going to a um, a Bible or not a Bible store, a, a gathering over a friend, and he brought his kids. Well, his son accidentally well he didn't actually he took one of the scriptures and wanted to show his friend at this gathering at someone's house right and they freak out and they found out it's his right and his best that he co-worker best friend that he thought his friend just turned call the cops on him and you know and so basically it's him and his kids running away from the government or the and and the police and everything and and it's a story about him and his kids um, living out into the wilderness 
and learning how to survive with God. And then uh, towards the end, they end up do getting persecuted um, in front of the their whole town. But uh, it's it, it's it's a beautiful story of their faith. And, and actually, for them, you know, the people are like, "Why is he don't give up to God? You know, why is he he, he can so easily live?" Right. But it's but they do become martyrs. You know, they do end up getting killed at the end. But it's a beautiful story of one man's faith from him hiding it and now him standing to the very death where his life is not important no more. It's, it, oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, you know, have you ever, you know the song, I've Decided to Follow Jesus? I, I think have I, you ever heard that? I think I've I, decided, oh, I'm singing for my show, <laughs> to follow Jesus. Yeah, no turning back, no turning back. You know, the the guy that that actually happened to, that was song was written by somebody that witnessed a man, very similar situation where he was being killed for his faith. And that is what he told them. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. And then he went on to the cross before me, the world behind. No turning back. No turning back. And they ended up killing him and his family. But his focus was much different than most people that stand up in a pew and sing that song. Yeah. Because he, there is that moment where we're all going to need to stand. Mm-hmm. And tell people all the time, uh, you know, you've got your Bible on your phone. What happens when they change that word? Because yeah. uh, you need to have that have that firm in, in yourself and have a good collection. So, yeah, I... I I appreciate that. Okay, so that's three. What's mm-hmm. what's film number four? This one's probably going to cause a lot of uh, controversy. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm out. I... <laughs> Wait a minute. You take the hate mail. Well, I do, but I, I'm not a big fan of controversy. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, people get riled up and the memes and, you know, why can't we just be nice? <laughs> Uh, so if there's any hate mail to come out of this, please direct it to Jonathan at uh, redbeard.com. Okay, so I'm ready. We're ready. All right. So this one, this one is uh, it's about a man. Okay. Okay. And um, he's been raised in church. Okay. He's a pastor. Okay. okay. He's in the mid-40s, almost right. early 50s. Okay. Okay. He has his church. His life is perfect. And pretty much <clears throat> half the movie is about this man's life, being a preacher and the things he does and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he dies. Okay. And he's in hell. Okay. Oh, the preacher in hell story. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. More and more. Well, let me, he doesn't, he, he figured out why I did everything. And then he faces Jesus. And Jesus says, I never knew you. You pretended you know me, but you never knew me. And so my perspective of this is that he he does come back. Like he, he gets revived. And okay. his whole out, a, aspect of life is completely different. It's not about mega churches. It's not about what he... Basically, you see this man's journey and how we think Christianity should be. Mm-hmm. But when something dramatic happens and he ends up dying and he faces God, faces the Father, faces Jesus, and he says, I never knew you. 
and he experienced this horrible thing. Uh, and, and God gives him a second chance, mm-hmm. which is the mercy of God, really. Amen. And he comes back, and he's his his perspective. What when you're seeing a movie, you're you're seeing a different perspective of how things should be, right? And that's 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 the whole movie right there. I love it. So when you want to create a movie like that, now the one that you were talking about, I mean at least the first three for sure. I those are full feature films, mm-hmm. and they're a couple hours long. I don't see how you could do them any less. No, yeah, they're definitely going to be long. Definitely. The fourth one, what do you think of for that for a film like that? Because you can cram pack a lot in a thirty minute, forty five well, minute end of it. Or where are you going with that? That is going to be like a short film. Okay, like a thirty minute, uh, yeah, or or twenty five minute. I don't know how the uh, uh, the Sun Sundance Festival how they're. Mm. The framing or different short films because there's different different levels of short films. Right. It's going to be the longer version of the short film, but okay, it shouldn't be over thirty to forty five minutes. All so. right. So, uh, when you start to develop things like this, um, do you ever have other people come at you and toss you ideas and say, "Hey, have you ever conceived this? Have you ever thought about that?" Well, that's one thing I've been praying about with God is is to bring people. They have like-minded so we can work together. Because I've, I've been a lone ranger for a while, and I would love some ideas. I would love people to collaborate with, All right. definitely. We, you know, you guys can go on to YouTube and track down uh, Christopher's site and start emailing him. I mean, there's, yeah. there's ways to contact him on there. So uh, you... Start setting up, and and Redbeard will toss this at the end of, uh, on the bottom of this one, his YouTube channel. He give me the head nod, which is where nobody can see but me. I just want to point that out. <laughs> we are not on film here. See, I'm still trying to figure out this podcast slash radio thing. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You throw the video guy; it's audio only. Like there's there's learning curves. I yeah, there is, there is. Because see, Redbeard is a video guy. He sh- he he has shot some some stuff as well that is has done pretty cool, pretty good. Uh, one of which I've always been appreciative of is my testimony is that he's tossed out there, which I did watch. Oh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. And uh, yeah. You went. Oh, there is other people like me, right? Yeah. You know, when when you when you go through life and you don't see people quite, you know, you, you just you just wonder, like, Lord. I mean, but when you finally meet people, are uh, is that is that called kindred spirit? Yeah, kindred. Yeah, kindred spirit. Uh, yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm not the only one. <sighs> See, alone I was a freak, but now I'm part of a movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you look, if you look at it, all the, the the prophets and the people that that did some amazing stuff for the Lord back in the Bible day, they were pretty screwed up people. Oh, it, I, <laughs> to the world, they do look that way. Yeah, but to because yeah. you know, First um, Corinthians one eighteen says. Uh, the way of the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing, mm. right? Mm. But to us, it's the way of life, mm. right? I'm probably misquoting that scripture. Please send your hate mail too. Just kidding. <laughs> but uh, 
But that is the truth, is that people see pursuing Jesus with everything you have, with every talent he puts in your body, they see that as uh, foolishness. Uh, Because I look at at your films, your goals, your heart, and say, dude, you you could actually, 81,000 views, uh, then you start promoting it and you get yourself in there. Yeah. You can make start making some serious cash, but that's not where your heart's at. That is definitely not where my heart is. Your heart is to have people examine themselves. Exactly. And to have themselves take a hard look at their relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and to balance that into their life where he is the priority. That's it. That's what I get when I watch your films. So I, I hope that I'm catching it right. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. All in a nutshell. So a different pers- my perspective of Christianity and how that it's kind of like in a, in a name, a Christian point of view. It's basically you got to look at yourself of how you really are walking with Christ. Right. Examine yourself. Right. And um, and basically that's pretty much the gospel. We're a reflection of how God minister to us and we share our testimony of a witness of what God changed us and how he changed us. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the other things with uh, p- just pitching you an idea. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open. Here, because you said you're open to ideas. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm pitching. I'm, I'm open. Are you, are, you, are you ready for this one? I am always ready for Bert's <laughs> ideas because I, <laughs> I know that I don't know what I'm about to hear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Todd Agnew you okay. know that singer he used to sing Grace Like Rain mm-hmm. okay yeah uh, uh, now yeah. that song I had a vision one time when I'm driving down the road and I'm listening to this song and it is in Seattle at Pike's Place Market and okay. there is there. yeah there's a preacher standing on a on a box and he's an old preacher, and he's and he's got like, uh, you know, he's got some kind of ratty clothes. There aren't, and he's got this very worn out Bible, and he's preaching. And there's all these street people around him, and they are just like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's just laying down the word, and in pops these guys on bikes. Okay, old biker talking here. So this is what I see, and uh, he pulls in. Or these bikers pull in, they park, and all of them are getting ready to go in and have beers. But there's this one, and he keeps looking over at them, and he he's seeing it different. And as he starts to walk up to them, as he steps closer, all of a sudden it is rain. It is God's grace just pouring down over these people, and he sees them all these homeless people mm-hmm. are no longer beat down, but they're in fine clothes and they are just getting soaking wet and they're just shouting and just enjoying God. And the preacher becomes this very young man just on fire for the Lord. Oh, wow. And the, as the biker is in the midst of all of this, you know, of course, heart change. You can't help it when you step into that anointing of God. Mm-hmm. And he turns to go back. And all the and the preacher quits speaking as he's walking away, but all these people, when they leave, they're no longer the homeless, but they're they're what God had wanted them to be, mm. and they but they're all dripping wet as they walk back down the street. Wow! And uh, the biker 
<laughs> steps up to his people and he's got his patch on his back because that's how they roll. Yeah. But it changes as he's walking to them into a cross. And as he's touching each one of his brothers, each one of their patches are changing as he's walking through them. Wow. Let's do that one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was all through that song, and it, that's about how long the whole thing was, about a three-minute bam. Yeah, let's do it. I've already seen a vision of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, that I love this kind of stuff. I love that that creativity. And I know that you. when I was talking about being on a podcast, you're like, I don't know what a podcast <laughs> yeah, is. I don't know what a podcast <laughs> was. I know I'm, when it comes to, like, this stuff I'm, I'm i'm learning but it's it's uh it's a different yeah media. this yeah it's just a different media yeah. and it uh you know where are we all bounced around to now oh well we're in a few places we're we're in the ukraine now aren't we hello to my friends in yeah. ukraine wait what? <laughs> i'm not donald trump <laughs> 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 I couldn't help it, man. You can cut that part out, but I really don't think you should. Oh, man, I, I was just thinking that now I wonder I have... if Burisma is hiring today. No, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is now I have ties. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's see. So, yeah, we're we're spreading. We got like a handful of states that we haven't hit yet. Uh, hit Russia once couple of other places in europe canada yeah, we're getting out there we're getting out there still doing good hey man i want to thank all you guys for <laughs> that are passing this on because all this is done by word of mouth you were going to say something yeah you know i just uh just to open your um uh your expansion have you all considered about doing video at the same time doing podcast and that because that's being popular too absolutely and you know i would be interested if you would be interested, oh, definitely. I hey, anything to praise God and, and send the word word of God out. I'm all for it. Dude, we we are all, we are definitely on board with this well, whole thing. Well, I do. I, I'm going to be real straight with you. I just really felt uh, when you and I uh, met up that we we got a project coming. I don't know what it is, but we're going to do something. Yet, Maybe that's it. Maybe there's a whole bunch of other things, but we are definitely. Two men with a, with a heart to pursue Christ. Let me throw a, a little prophecy for a second. I'm ready. I What, you're going to prophesy on the barbarian prophet? <laughs> you do realize, post this, you become a barbarian <laughs> prophet yourself. So You've been inducted. <laughs> when the Lord told me to move to Wyoming, because it was like, what? Really? There ain't nothing in Wyoming. I, I ain't going to lie. But it's windy and cold. <laughs> One of the things the Lord did tell me that I was going to meet up with a, a man and a group of people, and He says, "You're going to be what did what did He say? Sword will sharpen sword. Sword was sharpen iron. You know, mm -hmm. iron was sharpen uh, yeah. iron. Yeah, and uh, you're going to grow extensively. You're going to grow really in depth with the Lord, and that's all He told me about Casper, mm -hmm. Wyoming." And then I prayed and I prayed and I came here and it was very snowing and windy and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and then you got one mountain. It's not really a mountain, but it is sort of a mountain. And I'm like, oh. hey, I'll take on those Smoky Mountains any day with my little <laughs> hill out here. But you know, I, I said, you know, Lord, you you sent me here for a mission. You sent me here for a reason. And I said, Lord, 
show me this weekend show me and then somehow I was like looking at churches trying to find a church that weekend and I opened my phone and I put in church very first church was that restoration church right I was like okay and I was like okay you know just get yourself out there whatever Lord just guide my footsteps and I started talking to the pastor telling him hey I'm hungry you know want to get in small groups I need to get you know who does the prison ministry who do who 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 goes out on the street and, and you know I told him that I'm a I did preach on a corner of the of streets in Houston you know mm-hmm. he said hold that thought hold that thought I got somebody you need to talk to he didn't he didn't even engage in the conversation really mm-hmm. he just hold that thought let me and then, and as soon as he introduced me to you mm-hmm. he was he was gone mm-hmm. I did get the free coffee though nice free coffee, <laughs> it free is. coffee. but ever since then I, I I had this connection with you and I, I know because the Lord says you it was going to be a man and a group of people mm-hmm. and um I already knew. Awesome. I knew the Holy Spirit said that's it. Amen. And then I've been I'm here. So I know we got a project coming up. I don't know what it is, but Well and a part of that is to get you in with the crew because we have uh we have the tribe for sure. Okay. And the, the tribe is um uh, is made up it, people come and go from it all the time, but there is definitely a core tribe out there. And they are all unafraid to be who they are in Christ. Awesome. And I right down to the point where I fully exp- we actually call ourselves the others all the time. <laughs> the misfits. Uh, the reason we used God told me a long time ago that uh, he was calling me to be one of the others. Mm. And I started pursuing what does that mean? And there are prophets uh or excuse me, there's uh, uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, preachers, and teachers. Mm-hmm. But then there's the others. Those are the ones that do it. They're everything. Mm-hmm. They're everything in the moment that they need. They don't worry about titles. They don't worry about any of that. What they do is study, study, study the Word of God. They live the Word of God. They step into that. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It means that they're extremely flawed, but they have a perfect God. That is a truth. Mm-hmm. They do not live their faith privately. They live their faith out loud. Mm. The other thing that happens with that crew is when you look in um, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, you'll see all of the names. But then it comes to this one little section. It says, and then there's the others. Mm. Who the world was not worthy of that laid down their lives and were set asunder and they were tortured and they but they wanted to obtain a higher with God. Mm. And I was like, that's who I want to be. I don't need my name known Mm. anywhere. I want God to know who I am and I want to know him. I don't want to show up and have him go. I never knew you. I want to say, man, I I'm here for you. I I want, I listen to you. I talk to you. You talk to me. We've seen each other face to face. That's what I want for my life. And the people that I surround myself, that's what they want for their lives. And there is a lot of people that get in there very close to it, 
and it scares them <laughs> because all of a sudden they're like, well, they actually are dedicated all the time and they really are living it. And, uh, it, and what they will discover is uh, we don't show up with a complaint every day and go, Lord, you know, I'm under attack and stuff. What they find is that, hey, man, I'm having a little struggle here. Can we pray through this? Or can I meet with you for a cup of coffee real quick? Stuff to that effect. So we can press on through yeah. and get back to doing what we're supposed to be doing, which yeah. is bringing people to understand and know Jesus Christ. That's right. That's so right. that's awesome. I'm excited at what God's going to do. I am too, man. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for being on our yeah, show today. No and uh, we'll actually get you to listen to all of our podcasts. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, you, I, I want to send out a shout out to our friend who is now in Rwanda. He's part of Kashaba tribe and I drink Kashaba coffee. Have you tried any of that coffee? I haven't. You know, I'm not going to give you any. I just want you to know it's too good to share. <laughs> Listen, there's a friend of mine out there that has a ministry called Kashaba, And you can look them up online, and we'll make sure that we put an attachment there so you can track down. Now, one of the things he has done with uh, selling coffee is how he funds himself while he is over there. And we're going to look to how to help missionaries in the field fund themselves. When you decide to... Uh, Christopher, when you decide to public fund, we'll advertise for you. Okay. We'll, we'll hang it out there because that is what we want to see. We want to see people uh, helping other Christians, and we start to develop some of these things and kick things out there. But I just, you got any closing remarks? You always have closing remarks. Yeah, I do. So, and we're that, in season two, you know. Yeah, and that same thread of uh, shout outs. Uh, we need to catch up on our Patreon shoutouts. We got two of them. And, did you promise to butcher their name well, <laughs> for I, any amount of money? I, I did, but the problem is I know one of them, and the other is, well, I, I couldn't butcher that one. So Okay, I'm so, ready. So we got Craig Nagel. Craig, that's one of our brothers, heck, man. That's heck yeah. That is a guy that... He has been a firm follower of this show, and not only that, a firm supporter since day one. Yep. And if you need a killer tattoo, I, I have proof that he's really good at it. So, I've got several that <laughs> prove that he's good at it. And not only that, when you look at our artwork uh, for our label, yep. that is Craig himself. He drew that for us as a gift. Yep. And then our, our last one on Patreon right now is uh, Kelly Matthews. So big thank you there, too. Um, I did set up, uh, let me get to this real quick because I'm totally on the ball. Well, while you're yeah. looking that up, I want to <laughs> say this about Kelly Matthews, a greater prayer warrior I've never, ever met. She prays for this show. She prays for the people of this show and she, she does contribute. And I, I, thank you Kelly very much for doing so, but even more so, I thank you for the prayers that mm. you are kicking out for people. And uh, I know that uh, at least once a day, I get a text message for, from her that says, hey, I'm praying for you today. You got anything specific? And uh, she is just an awesome person, her and her husband. So then, uh, so I, I got it set up on Patreon. If you want to become a Horde member. Ooh, join the Horde. So uh, <laughs> five, five bucks a month or more, we won't, we won't pigeonhole you down. <laughs> 
But basically, uh, you sign up on patreon.com slash barbarianprofit. And as we do off-the-record episodes, they'll pop up and you'll get these episodes that nobody else can hear. Absolutely. Five bucks is pretty cheap, folks, to uh, join us for some bizarre talks on occasion. Um, Before he, I've got to have him uh, edit a couple of them, maybe. (laughs) But we've had a very good time doing them. So, and then uh, it's, I, I got a weird rabbit trail that I think is just kind of funny. So th- this is the joy of small town living. So you you remember Vicky, of course. Yes. From I think episode 3. She was way back in a, in season Yeah, she one. was an early one for us, yeah. So so I'm uh I'm at Home Depot with uh my darling wife and we bump into her. Right. And we're like, "Hey, what's up? What are you doing?" She's like, "Well, I I had to return my dishwasher. It's it sounded like a a lawnmower." And and you're like, it's a Toro. Of course it does. <laughs> so so my mind instantly goes to tool time, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, the Benford 8300 gas-powered dishwasher. <laughs> I was like, wow. man, man, I would go for that. But <laughs> but also I thought, man, we need oh, to get oh. Vicky back in. Right? <laughs> we do need to bring yeah. her back in at some point. So talk about her dishwasher and what, what's going on in life <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, <laughs> Well, I... <clears throat> Yeah, she is a good people. We do need to bring her back as a follow-up. Um, there's some things happening there. We are praying all the time, praying, praying for for her and her son and for that situation. If you want to return back and look at, oh, seasons are still ava- available on wherever you pick up podcasts. Yeah. So I'm just going to close around. I want to say Christ- uh, Christopher. I don't want to say Christy. <laughs> Christopher. I want to just say thank you so much for being here today. It's a blessing. Redbeard, thanks for showing up. Heck yeah, man. You're the the man. And uh, for the rest of you, I just want to tell you, I love you, and Jesus loves you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop us. (laughs) 